It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, I'm really excited, guys. You know, we are now in our 12th season, and it has been such a great season so far. You know, a lot of great things have happened. We've launched our brand new anthology, and we've had some really amazing brand new guests. Today's guest, I'm really excited, and, and I think you're going to love her, too. Her name is Michelle. Hersaic Nasaf, and um, I'm really excited to be introducing her. Um, she reached out to the Divas That Care, and you know that's what I love about us. We love providing a platform for women to share their stories so that they can inspire each and every one of you. So this is our very first time having the amazing Michelle on our program, and I'm excited to chat with her. So welcome to the program, Michelle. Thank you so much, Candice, and um, and yes, for all the listeners. Um, I have a I have a Ukrainian Lebanese last name and it is a bit of a tongue twister. Um, it's uh, Michelle Hersayek Nassif um, for all of those out there. And thank you, Candice, for your valiant effort. <laughs> I love it. It's a beautiful name, and I was looking at it for the last couple of days. I'm like, I'm going to say this wrong. I just know it, but it is amazing. So thank you so much for coming on my program today. Yeah, thank you for having me. So Michelle, before we kind of dive into today's program or topic. Would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Absolutely. So for all of you out there, I am a founder and consultant, but above all else, I'm a mother. I have two beautiful daughters and they are the inspiration behind my business. Uh, I am a feminine leader. And as a stay-at-home mom turned founder, I know intimately the challenges that all parents are facing with balancing work and home life. And a lot of my coaching and business consulting and mentorship is designed to help women identify, articulate, and embody their unique leadership style so that they can design, build, and engage powerful communities around them. Um, So, you know, when I work with clients or when I work with groups and cohorts, the theme is around leadership because I truly believe that every human being possesses a strong leader voice. And when we tap into and when we project that leader voice, that is when we can create positive transformation and change in our lives. Oh, I love it. And I love how you started off with that. You're a mother of two daughters. And I I said to people, you know, I started my program because I'm a mother of four daughters and they were my divas. So I needed to have amazing women like yourself on the program to share your stories with them as they grew up. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. And, you know, I identify as a holistic producer, like that is what I consider to be my leadership archetype. And, you know, when we go through the process of identifying what our leadership is, if especially if we've gone through some transitions in life, whether it be graduating from a university program, getting married, having children, maybe going through career transitions, being laid off or changing industries. It's so vitally important that we maintain and we nurture that sense of identity in a unique leadership archetype. 
because what it does is it creates that constants in our life, knowing that it doesn't matter what hat we're wearing in the moment, what stage or age of life that we're in, our unique leadership style stays with us and is always with us driving positive change. That's fantastic. Can I ask you, what is the, what is the feminine leader? You know, some of our listeners might be wondering what exactly that is. Yes. You know what? I get that question all the time because it is really it really doesn't have anything to do with gender. So I'm going to kind of get into some of the, the bones of, of what embodiment is for those listeners that have maybe never heard this language before, is that embodiment, it's not a destination. It is a, it is a daily practice. And embodiment is a way for individuals to connect with and to activate their life force energy. And life force energy is holistic it includes masculine energy and feminine energy so when i use the words masculine and feminine i'm not referring to gender archetypes they're merely points on a spectrum that help us to identify where on a spectrum we are falling so when we hear about and we learn about masculine energy you know it represents a very linear organized, strategic, um, you know, very strong and straightforward process of thinking or thought process or way of being. And feminine energy is more fluid. It's emotionally driven. It's heart driven. And, and it also can be a little chaotic at times. So you know, when we're using the language masculine and feminine, I want to emphasize again that it's not about gender. It is about just putting, a, using language to help us differentiate between these two very unique um, sets of characteristics that are a part of life force energy that we all possess. And, and so when we are discovering what our leadership is, we look at all of the natural abilities and capabilities that we have and where they fall on that spectrum. So my business is called I'm a Feminine Leader and that is representative of, you know, women, mothers, girls all over the world. You know, we we have a, a we have feminine qualities that contribute to how we live and exist in the world and it's also something to be celebrated. So for men they also possess feminine qualities as well. If they identify as being feminine leaders, then they also um, can identify with women. And that's how we come together as, as society and as you know, families and communities. I really love that. And it's so, I don't know, when I'm just talking to you, it's very peaceful. And I, I like that terminology, to be honest. I like the word you know, feminine, using it in a, in a positive context. And allowing individuals to be who they are, right? Yes, you're you're completely right. And and I truly believe that all humans possess natural abilities and capabilities that define and embody their unique impact on the world. And when we explore our femininity, that is when we unveil the rarity of our leadership and we can fully embody our purpose. Because embodiment is not a linear journey. It cycles through phases. And those phases are you know, they could be spiritual or literal, you know, we could have spiritual deaths, births and rebirths. And we can also have very literal and tangible events in our lives of 
death, birth, and rebirth. And, and the common thread between the spiritual and the tangible experiences that we have is that they're all comprised of grief, healing, enlightenment, but there's also radical transformation that can concur within them. So, you know, when we, when we work with the feminine energy that we have, we are able to essentially discover, align, and integrate with our inner child. You know, because children, and I'm sure you can relate to this, Candice, that children are the ultimate um, example of what embodiment is. You know, when a child is born, they are completely unfiltered, raw, real, their experiences of the world, the way they communicate, the way they behave, they are completely them. And it's only as we grow and we start to learn and we become a part of societies and communities and systems, do we start to become conditioned to our environment. And, and quite often those systems and beliefs and our environment can, can cause us to be disconnected from that child mind, from that inner intuition. So I don't believe that you know, the path to embodiment is about how perfect your life is today. You know, it's not about, you know, the, all of the achievements that you've had or your successes or your credentials, you know, it is a multifaceted and real experience and it's about the journey. So that's what we, you know, that's what I like to emphasize for people is that remembering and honoring the journey is how you can begin to understand and truly embody your unique leadership style. It's fantastic. And I, I was listening to you and reminded me of that it's that feminine power that you were mentioning, that energy that I think are the change makers, the people that are really out there doing so many things are more empathetic, I think, to others. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, we have, you know, very like there are situations where, you know, perhaps your leadership might get closer to the masculine side of the spectrum because those qualities are what are going to contribute to your goals contribute to the collective so you know if you're say for instance you're in a professional role and you know my husband's an engineer for for instance so engineers are they whether they're men or women they they utilize a lot of masculine leadership qualities of yes. analysis um you know strategy disseminating complex information, um, you know, working through complex systems. And, and we need those qualities. They're really valuable qualities to have to be successful personally and professionally. You know, we need to have the masculine to ground us and to keep us focused, right? That's really what mm -hmm. it's about, you know? And, and equally, you know, when we are in more inclined in our feminine leadership styles, you know, that's when we, when we become grounded, that is when we become connected and we nurture and we empathize with people. We kind of like see through the trees and we're able to scan our environments and bring people together, bring ideas together. And so the point of embodiment is to be in balance with our masculine and feminine energies so that we can optimize our leadership and our leader's voice. Because being dominant on one side of the spectrum or the other is not good for us either. You know, if we're in a hyper-masculine state for a long period of time, we're going to start to suffer the consequences of that. And that might look like being really burnt out 
being frustrated all the time, you know, um, having a uh, workaholic mentality, um, you know, being controlling, you know, those are hyper-masculine qualities that all of us can fall victim to. And, yes. and, you know, with the feminine, it's like, well, maybe if you're kind of too much in your feminine, then you might be feeling disorganized or disorientated, or maybe you'll be feeling like you don't have control that you're, you, you can't connect the heart and the mind. Um, so it's really common for individuals to be struggling with this, and especially with the pandemic and the, and the additional pressures that it's put on, on people, especially parents. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time coaching individuals through those nuances so they can understand where they're at on that spectrum and begin to start addressing the imbalances and create more harmony in their life. Which makes a lot of sense. And I can see why that would lead me into the question that I have right now is with talking about like through your mentorship program, how do you help individuals realize what they need to do in order to keep balance in their lives? Well, my mentorship program was really born from my own lived experiences um, because I went through some pretty traumatic events um, over the last decade that over time, you know, compounded and created significant imbalance in my life force energy. And, you know, every human being has experiences in their life that, that do that for them, you know, it's, and it's all in varying degrees, you know, and, and so when I was in my, um, when I was having children, I was a working mom and I was trying to navigate the whole working parent and, and taking care of the home and also progressing in my career. And there were a lot of pressures that were placed on me as a provider. And of course, a lot of people can, re can relate to that, right? Um, but the specific challenge that I had was that, you know, a lot of the struggles that I was going through were fueled by mental illness. They were fueled by family trauma. They were fueled by even the economy. We had the energy sector crash in Alberta in 2014. Um, there were just so many factors in my life that, um, you know, just created this ripple effect where, you know, I ended up being in a, in a hyper-masculine state and I lost my sense of self I lost my sense of identity and I needed to, to take a step back and reflect on who I was as a human being in order to be able to move forward. So, you know, I've been through many adventures, you know, I've been lost, I've been found, I found my way through darkness, but cultivating and nurturing my feminine energy, that was the light that led me home to myself, my soul. And I am affirmations. Mm -hmm. They, they were, and they still are my power source and they inspired the creation of my business and, and helped me to ultimately identify my leadership archetype of holistic producer. Um, so, you know, I think that when we take the time to do the work, to go inward, you know, anything is possible on the other side and, you know, doing that work, it can, it is painful. It is scary. Um, but you don't have to do it alone. And that's why I created my community. I love that. And I really love that you talked about affirmations because they are so important. They made a, such a difference in my life also that I tell that to everybody. It's, it's something that I really believe that you should do. 
And I love the accountability that you're talking about with your mentorship programs. And when people are deciding to do this, um, can they consult with you to figure out which is the best type of program for them? Yes, absolutely. I have on my website a booking link for a discovery call. And um, I'm, I'm more than happy to have a conversation with someone who's interested in exploring you know, their leadership journey um, because what's available on my website is, is open to everyone. Um, but if you see something on your website that you know, you're not quite sure about, let's have a conversation because honestly, every person is so unique and different. And, and that is really what I'm about. It's about tuning into you as an individual supporting your unique journey and not necessarily giving you a formula or teaching you, you know, the steps to get to embodiment. It's like, we need to dig into who you are to discover what that means for you personally. So Michelle, one of the things that we were going to talk about today is transformation and lived experiences. Um, We've talked about mentorship and how you work with people, but why is it important to have somebody that's had excuse me, has had an experience of life and has gone through different things. Why is it important to walk the walk and talk the talk? Yeah, that's such a great question because it really highlights such an important point um, and, and consideration for anyone out there who has ever considered working with a coach or, or having a guided experience because, you know, my personal belief is that, you know, there are coaches out there who are highly skilled and can guide an individual on a journey. But, you know, I, my opinion and my experience with coaching certifications and coaching programs is that it teaches the coach a methodology. And that methodology is then regurgitated and facilitated through the coach. And it doesn't always lead to a unique embodied experience for the individual. And, and I don't have a coaching certification. However, I have taken the lived experiences that I have had, and I have framed them in a way that invites others to explore their personal lived experiences so that they become their own coach and guide. So I'm not necessarily providing a formula or giving the steps. I am creating a space and a container for that person to exist as they are and to reflect on their life in a way that will allow them to cultivate and activate their own sense of wisdom, their own sense of direction, right? I love that. Yes, that's exactly it. I truly believe that's the best way to do it. Yes, because I mean, we all know, and I'm sure you felt it, Candice, like there's a cultural shift happening. You know, the pandemic has created this shift. It's visible, it's tangible, mm-hmm. it's palatable, you know, and, and everybody, not just women, but everybody out there can feel it. So, you know, when I felt called to create my business, it was because I knew deep in my heart that feminine leadership was needed. And that our daughters and our families needed us to do, to do the work for ourselves first so that we could emulate and share that leadership with them and inspire them to lead. 
So that's really what it's about. You know, we start with doing the work for ourselves. We do it for us to feel empowered. And then the, the, the benefits then ripple out into our communities and create positive change. I am just enjoying this so much, Michelle. I have a smile on my face because I think this is exactly what our listeners needed to hear. And I completely agree with you on all of those aspects because I really do think it it's living the life and things are changing so much so quickly around us. And we need to be around individuals like yourself to really help us, I think, on our journeys because there's a lot of lost people out there right now. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of things happening globally and we need to get back almost to the basics i'd like to say the basics because we have to get back to centering ourselves and finding out who we are what we're all about and and i like how you're talking both the male and female sides of us we need to connect those again because i think those are really out of whack for a lot of people Yes. And, and it's not really, it's not our fault, you know, like we have been conditioned by, you know, and I mean, exactly. I'm not, I, I mean, we've been conditioned, you know, by the patriarchy, by, you know, society at large, by economies, by governments, by systems that, you know, have kind of forced us into the state of existence. But the truth of the matter is, and the pandemic is, is proving that to everybody, is that we still possess the ultimate power to curate the life that we desire when we own and when we embody our leadership and who we are as human beings. And, and if we have forgotten that, it is still there. It's always there. So we can always find it and reveal it again. And, and that process is best supported when you are in community with other people. Yes. I really like that. And that's what people are wanting so much these days. Oh my gosh, Michelle, I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I'm going to ask you before my last question, I hope that you come back on our program because I really think that there's so many topics that we could dive into. Oh, I would love that so much. You know, it's, I think that it's a conversation that, you know, is a little taboo for people, you know, especially as it relates to using that language of masculine and feminine and you know um like i offer workshops for for groups and individuals to educate them on the nuances of the language because you know part of affirming your leadership and embodying your leadership is is getting really comfortable with you know using the language that represents what you value and believe and again, you know, we've been conditioned to say certain things, say the right thing, don't say that, you know, um, and it's just some, some people have, have literally lost their voices and they don't even know what their voice is. So, you know, having this kind of radical perspective on leadership is taboo for a lot of people. And, um, you know, I guess that is part of what my leadership style is. It's about disrupting, deconstructing and rebuilding because, you know, that's every, every interaction that I have with, with another person about this, um, you know, I see the fire, I see the light in them just ignite. And, and it's like this hope that emerges because I'm like, oh, there actually is another way to be that is meaningful and resonates with me. You know, I don't have to be what they tell me to be. I don't have to have the career they tell me to have. I can just be and be a powerful force. Exactly. 
Well, I know that you're doing that for a lot of individuals, and I really hope that you're able to connect with a lot of our tribe out there also. So Michelle, last question I have for you today is, do you have any tips or tools or thing, other things that you'd like to share with our listeners? Sure. Well, I think that, you know, if this is the first time you've ever heard about embodiment, I want to maybe just share a little practice for everybody to take away today and to start using right now in their daily lives, um, because it is really the foundation of how we can begin to connect to our life force. And, um, and so if you're listening and you're not driving and you're, you're in a safe place, you can sit down or lie down. Um, just close your eyes if that feels comfortable for you and be really mindful of the weight of your eyelids. Like don't press your eyes shut, you know, don't keep them kind of open, watching in your peripheral, like just gently close your eyes and, and allow your body to connect to the floor or to whatever you're sitting on. Just feel it, feel the density of it, feel the Feel the tension on your skin, the temperature, and notice if there's any sensations that come up, like tingling or maybe warmth or coolness. And just really savor that and know that that sensation is a connection to the earth. It's a connection to where you are in this moment. And then start to slowly just gradually breathe, connect with your breath. We talk a lot about this in meditation. And, and when you're breathing, notice if there's any restriction or resistance anywhere. Maybe it's in your chest, maybe it's in your belly. If you feel resistance when you're breathing, just be kind to yourself. Give yourself a few breaths to work through it. And eventually you'll notice that it will start to open up and just be grateful for that, grateful for the opening and the release. And if you can do this practice, even for just one minute every single day, or if you can do this practice when you feel anxious or when you feel, you know, that your mind and your heart are out of sorts, you know, that will always bring you back into presence. It will bring you back into your body. And when we attune to how we feel in our body, that is when we get the information we need to make informed decisions, to, to calm ourselves, regulate our emotions, and to be responsive in a way that is positive and constructive. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you for everybody. And, you know, I would love to hear how that practice works out for everybody. So I encourage you all to reach out to me on social or wherever and, and let me know how that practice works for you. Perfect. We will definitely be putting that on our social media because I think it's great. I'm going to be doing that also. Uh, thank you so much, Michelle, for taking the time to chat with me. I really, as I said, I would love to have you back on our podcast again to chat more with our so our listeners can hear some more amazing things from you. Thank you so much. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning into the Divas That Care. And make sure that you check out all of our other hosts on divasthatcare.com. Our program is now, as I said, in 
it's 12th season and we've we're listened to in over 30 countries around the world it's because of all of you guys that we are able to do this so thank you so much for everything that you're doing around the world you guys are truly the change makers so thank you again to michelle thank you to our listeners and i hope you have a fantastic day thanks for listening this show was brought to you by divas that care connect with us on facebook on instagram And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.